This is an island surrounded by water, big water, ocean water. I asked you not to tell me that. Telling you, he's a gift. We'll have fun with him for many years to come. The best school in the country? Well, somewhere in Virginia, we'll share them with you. Ralph Northam thinks it's okay to beat your wife. Well, we'll explain. But he did veto it. <clears throat> That'd be fun. He That's coming up. He vetoed wife beating? He vetoed wife beating. You can beat your wife and not go to jail. Well, no, we'll explain. That's going to be fun. That's coming up. But first... The United States, the envy of the world, Trump's economy. That's next. Virginia citizens and American Patriots Radio is the founding fathers intended, the Lee brothers. My name's Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, currently beautiful Friday afternoon. We're supposed to have some storms rolling into the area at some point this this evening. But uh, right now, it's pretty, it's pretty nice out there. I mean, it it's like August came Showed up in April and is hanging with us into May. It's just this weather is unbelievable. You know, we talk about this a lot. I like summer, but I don't want to violently be shoved into it. I'd like, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to have a, <laughs> a I love slow t- spring and fall are my favorite times of year because the it's temperature usually sunny, clear blue sky, right, right. and the temperature, some winds blowing, the temperatures in the it's 70s like San Diego. or 80s. It's like San Diego all the time. Yes. It's really it's really <laughs> nice there for a while in the spring and in the fall. And then it's And uh, we got thrust into summer. This is like August weather. I got flip-flops we'll, we'll get some beautiful days. I'm not going to complain because I'd much rather You're such have a complainer. This. I am not. Yeah. You, you know what? Of all people, you are not. I, I got You're that right. trait in the family. I do not I, complain. I'm the complainer of the family. All right. <laughs> Exactly. Would Come, you like some cheese with your wine? Coming up at four o'clock, memes. You know what a meme is? It's the new political cartoons, and they are overtaking politics, and people throw them around on Twitter to influence people. And we're going to talk about that at four memes, and then uh, we'll discuss how racism is still uh, what Virginians think are a major problem. They're, they're, they're confused, but we'll talk about that at four. All right, so big show, Dead Ahead. Coming up also at 5, what is a supermajority? Just think liberal women. That is all Dead Ahead in this program coming up. Lee Brothers, check us out at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly to our page. All right, we're up and running. 454-1366. 454-1366. It's Trump's economy. Have you seen what's going on? I mean, folks, the new hourly wage... Is twenty seven dollars and seventy seven cents in the United States of America? Where? Where, where you're going to sign up? It's not the here average, on our show. Is that the average? It's the average hourly wage right now in America. I, I want, mean, we become the envy of the world here. I this want is, the average hourly wage. This is <laughs> just the average. That's right. Just the average. That's can can you believe that though? That, that's unbelievable. I mean, think about what is and going there, on. It, and what I mean by that is, think about how the left must just hate. I, I, you must. It must be hard to be part of a political party that despises good things to be happening right now. You know what I mean? Imagine being part of a movement or a party that says, "Crap, this is how great they cut. It's the best in, in forty nine years. Unemployment's low as it's in forty nine years." So the Democratic Party wants to force a fifteen dollar minimum wage 
and just do away with the $27 minimum wage. Yeah, the free market sucks. And yeah. remember, the, the Democratic view is the employers suck. They hate people. They're not hiring people and paying them right, except now we have evidence that just they're paying $27 an hour. Free markets, free people work. The stock market is up huge. Trump approval rating is up big. Just, oh, the hate for Trump just must be boiling over today. Why, if you're even a leftist, you're a Democrat, don't like Trump, don't like the Lee brother, don't like free markets and free people. What do you do today? I mean, seriously, you just like you sit at home and throw rocks at cats or something. I mean, what do you do? What do you do? I mean, you, everything that you believe in that's big government and government should equalize things. Turns out the economy equalizes things. That free markets, hard work pays off. Freedom and free markets work. And when you give people their money and let it keep it and let it, uh, companies keep their money, look what they do with it. They let things work. This is diametrically opposed to everything the left is. And I must admit that I'm kind of enjoying it a bit, especially on the heels of this Attorney General Barr issue, which is nothing. I, I can't imagine how disappointing this is, this economic news to the left is, and I can't imagine how disappointed it is to have no news with the Mueller report that you have to now beat up the Attorney General Barr. Here's, here's essentially the story with the Barr issue, and, and, and we're not going to talk about this very long. In fact, if you've noticed in our program, we never talk about this because it's stupid. Attorney General Barr released the entire Mueller report and the Democrats still don't like that the Attorney General Barr gave a four-page report two weeks ago about it. What? It's nothing to do with it. Just go look at the report. If you don't like what's going on, just look at the report. You, you're mad at Barr because he didn't release it right and didn't do what you wanted to do? This is nothing. Leave the guy, leave the guy alone. Move on. Look at the economy. Hispanic unemployment is the lowest it's ever been. African Americans are the lowest it's ever been. It's, it's crazy. Unemployment good. in general is the lowest it's ever been. Quite frankly, no one cares about the Attorney General Barr. Nobody. Most people don't even know who he is. He looks like a cartoon character, though, I must admit. There is not a better caricature of a cartoon. I almost feel like he's not even a real person. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about, Mark? Have you looked at the Barr? His face is exactly as if someone drew it. It's like someone was drawing a political cartoon and it's the Attorney General Barr. <laughs> his face. <laughs> Exactly. You know, we have a lot of, uh, I don't know what you would call them, but a lot of inspirational, I guess you call, people in in political positions that the cartoonist could start a whole new meme series. (laughs) A whole new series of cartoons with these guys. There's one guy that, uh, who is that guy? Heck on it. You know what they always say? His name just went right out of my head. He looks just like Elton John. 30 pounds heavier, but just like Elton John. Who you're thinking of? I can't think of his name. But, it just but, popped right out But here's of the deal. You know what politics is? It's like, it's Hollywood for the ugly. I mean, if you look at all the politicians, they're not the most attractive of people. And Barr is not an ugly man. He just looks like a cartoon character. I'm, I, you know what? If you know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google him. He looks exactly like someone drew him. I wonder if, he could, if they would get royalties. If we you could do a political, you could do a White House cartoon series. You could. You really could. That'd be fun. Yeah. Trump himself is a cartoon character. Look at him. He's orange and has funny hair. Batman started as a cartoon. Now he's a real guy. Now, I think somebody 
You Superman sure? what came too. first? What came first? Fly. What came first? He Batman tried, or the cartoon? You think Batman coded up after the cartoon? You really think that's how it worked? Yes, Batman came along after the cartoon. Oh, okay. I thought it was first. So if no. with all of Trump's success and the fact that he didn't collude with Russia and he's not in a, a Russian spy, as MSNBC has said, they said and he's they a still Russian spy. Wanna, you know, Trump's a Russian spy. <laughs> it's just come on. Come on. They, all of that, you would think, if the White House is having a ceremony for teachers of the year, that you would come to it. A Kentucky teacher of the year skips the White House ceremony. No, now, now this is, this is unbelievable. I have never understood why people are... And if Obama said he's given an award to the best talk shows in Richmond, Virginia, and we were invited to the White House, you think we'd go, oh, we're not going to that. He's Barack Obama. We don't like him. Are you insane? Only the left acts this way. If Barack Obama asked the Lee brothers to the White House, guess where we're going? Ooh. White oh, House. We're going to the White House. I'm driving. And, and, and nobody disagrees with Obama on, on a political issues more than, than the Lee brothers did. But we would go to the White House. Of course, you wouldn't disrespect. It's the White House. The president of the United States in that manner. Plus, you know, to be honored at the White House once in a lifetime. It's a lifetime. This stupid story. Teacher. A lifetime achievement. Kentucky's Teacher of the Year skipped the White House ceremony to protest the Trump administration's support of school choice policy, which, by the way, are the best thing for the school system is choice. But this woman has a political chip on her shoulder. She should have never been Teacher of the Year. In fact, that'll revoke it because of this stupidness. All right, coming up, Biden. This guy's a gift. He takes on Trump. It'd be fun. We got a clip of him in his last speech that is, it's just unbelievable. That is next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. Well, if you ask me where I come from. Scott would turn his back and run. He's afraid of everybody. Kiss him with the big old stick. Something wrong with you. 454-1366. And my brother flies. Phone lines are open, 454-1366. So proud of our country. Yes, we are. So uh, envious is the world that they'd want to be here, making $27.77 per hour is how great Trump's economy is. It's so great that a teacher from Kentucky refuses to go to the White House because they just she just can't stand to be around Trump because he likes school choice. It's so pathetic. Fine. Don't go. All these people want to get into this country. And then once they've been here a little while, it's, you know, what can this country do for me now that I've come here? <laughs> yeah. Now that what I can I get? Came here illegally, broke in, essentially, and I'm living here in the shadows. I'm a shadow man. What are you going to do for me? It's USA. a shame. It's a shame. But you know what? Why not come here? We have an unbelievable economy. I understand the want to be here, but it's uh, do it legally. The Trump administration this week announces yeah. protections for religious health care providers, which is very cool. This happened yesterday, protecting the right of doctors and nurses and others to opt out of providing services that conflict with a religious belief, such as abortion or assisted suicide. Trump is probably the most evangelical, in quotes, president we've had since Reagan or before. It's a little bit shocking. Um, but um, this is a guy that's doing amazing things. And so bring on Biden. Bring on the secular left that protests God 
uh, and their pledge and at uh, town hall meetings and uh, and bring Biden on. There, I don't think there's any doubt, and maybe people are thinking there's there's, so, but I think Biden's going to be the nominee. I don't think there's any way so to too. prevent it. I predicted it two and a half years ago. Biden will be Why the nominee. Why don't people listen to you? Why don't they listen? They should listen to you. Biden because will be the nominee. Some of them are fools. And it will be fun. You know why? Because he gave a speech this week and he was all gibber. I think the guy was drunk. I think he was too. I mean, this is what's unbelievable. I think he was, listen how to you this. say, squashed. Squash? He was just, he was drunk. He this was just <laughs> drunk. This is a montage of uh, Joe Biden's uh, trip up, slip up, and garbled speech this week. Rich Fitzgerald, the county executive, Allegheny County executive, being here, and oh, I don't even know what that was. Let's start that over. What is? What did he even say? Rich Fitzgerald, the county executive, Allegheny County executive, being here, and <laughs> that is all my time. And- Hang on a second. That is absolute gibberish. The guy's what? toasted. I mean, he's. Can all anyone over tell the me place. his name? What is his name, Joe? Rich Fitzgerald, the county executive, Allegheny County executive, <laughs> being here, and all my time in public life, from us, I've gotten involved. The country wasn't built by Wall Street bankers, CEOs, and hedge and hedge fund men. What was Hudshack and hedge fund. Hudshack. <laughs> The guy's a Hudshack and, and hedge fund manager. Democrats have to talk, tell voters what they're going to be do for them. Exactly. exactly. This is perfect. That's what's going on. Biden is trying to talk, tell, talk, and do. Tell us, Joe. Except he's what you going to be do for us? He's a he's a train wreck. He, this is this is a train wreck of a speech. CEOs and hedge and hedge fund managers. Hudshack. If the enterprise hits hard times, everybody took a hit. What? Hang on a second. If the enterprise hits hard times, everybody took a hit. If the Union enterprise. workers, the UAW took. <laughs> Which on. enterprise, the spaceship or the ba- or the uh, aircraft carrier? Hang if on. it hits hard times, I mean. Keep, keep going, Joe. Keep going. Union workers, the UAW took. Extre- what, wait, wait, whoa, hang on a second. Union workers, the UAW took incredible. Incredible. <laughs> <in their> future. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> oh These my are gosh. new words. These are the new words that are actually code. <laughs> don't we need make to write them stuff down. up and don't pretend. <laughs> right. We need to be able to decode this stuff. Extrable. The UAW took incredible cuts in their future and their, and their pensions and the less to get GM working. They also got that last year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They got what now, sir? They also got that last year <laughs> and try to cut wages or freeze wages for their people. Whoa. That, now that's a drunk statement, right? Listen to that. Cut wages or freeze wages for their freeze people. Freeze wages. Too much fun. We have more of that coming up. And your phone calls, 454-1366. Joe Biden, bring him on. He's, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7. He's okay. toasted. Democrats have to talk, tell voters what they're going to be do for them. The Lee brothers showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. Yeah. Bring Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a strutable butt buddy. <laughs> he, this guy, this guy was drunk in the speech. He had to be. Who's, he had to be who, who trips all over themselves and makes and, up words as it, they go? Completely made up. Here's more of uh, Joe Biden. Butt buddy. And try to cut wages or freeze wages for their people. Right today, the same is happening in big hospital, in big hospital systems. Mm. I think we have to rethink. 
how we define what constitutes a successful economy. Folks in America don't think their children are going to have the same standard of living they had. Well, a standard of what? What was that? America don't think their children are going to have the same standard of living they had. (laughs) Standard of end day. (laughs) Is that for real? It's a new word, end day. The guy's drunk as can be. How can a person dignity be maintained? Why why they do that? It means investing much more in medical research to conquer conquer devastating diseases like (laughs) cancer and addiction and Alzheimer's. Wow, what a horrible. Convert. In Serious con- diseases? Yeah, I don't know. Is that Convert what that is what it sounds like he said. I don't know what he said. It means investing much more in medical research to, confer- to conquer devastating <laughs> diseases like <laughs> cancer. And the guy's amazing. Or in medical research to conquer... Confer- to, con- confer- to conquer devastating... <laughs> you judging me, bro? Yeah, we're judging you. We're judging you, bro. It's, that's just too easy to judge you, bro. Joe Biden. Bring him. I say bring him. It'd be fun. All right, coming up. You will not believe Ralph Norman, our governor, says it's okay to beat your wife. It, it, only twice. But after the third one, maybe you can go to jail. But this, the Republicans passed a bill saying if you beat your wife twice, you go to prison. And uh, Ralph Northam vetoed it. No, it, there's more to it. Can't wait to share it with you. That's coming up next. So visit us at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers takes you to our page. There, you'll get to see uh, all kinds of great videos and more information about the Lee Brothers. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. More new words dead ahead. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after 334, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to my his left, left sometimes this far. This is Richard Lee. 454-1366, 454-1366. Coming up in the radio program, we've got the uh, chairman, uh, Department of Political Science from Norfolk State University, joining us at 435 to talk about race in Virginia. A new poll by Christopher Newport University suggests that you Virginians believe that, uh, that we're all racists. We'll debate that with him. Uh, he agreed to join us. That should be fun. So that's coming up in the program. Ralph Northam vetoed mandatory minimum sentences for domestic abusers. He did some signing this week. We we got some other stuff we'll share with you, but this has caught the attention of the Lee brothers. See, he vetoed two bills that would have established a mandatory minimum sentence, which means the judge wouldn't get to decide. Now, how I feel about mandatory uh, sentencing, minimum sentencing, uh, I'll share with you in a second. But let's first talk about this in general. Mandatory minimum sentence in two instances. The General Assembly passed a bill that said a 60-day term for domestic abusers who commit a second abuse in 10 years. So if you beat your spouse, your girlfriend, whatever it is, and then you go back and beat them again, there'll be a mandatory minimum sentence of 60 days. What if your girlfriend or a significant other beats you? Okay, <clears throat> same thing. It's not, it's not, 
related to gender. I know. I know. It's just the way you put it. Um, and he vetoed that. He vetoed that. So some would say he's all for you beating your spouse. Here's what um, House Majority Leader Todd Gilbert said. When Republicans called on Ralph Northam to resign in February, it, became, it, it was because we felt he no longer could govern effectively. Today's vetoes are proof of that. When given the choice of protecting women who survived domestic abuse or attempting to repair his racist legacy, he put himself first. Now, why would Gilbert say that? Because of Ralph Northam's excuse for vetoing it. Listen to the governor of Virginia, your governor's reason for vetoing that bill. He wants to end mandatory minimums in question for fairness to the communities of color. What? How does how does spousal abuse have anything to do with thank you the communities of color? I didn't know color or anything. How does it have anything to do with that? I didn't know it had anything to do with the color of someone's skin. Was the bill about someone's skin? I missed it. This is ridiculous. Only the left can take a bill that has nothing to do with race and make it about race. Only the left can do that. That's unbelievable. So the two bills he vetoed was a domestic abuse. And he said he would veto a six-month term for anyone who kills a law enforcement animal, such as a police dog. He vetoed both those. Yes, six-month term is all they. I hope he vetoed it because he wants like a six-year, nope, ten-year, twenty-year term for that. Because he vetoed. That's it. what it should be. He it's vetoed it. Ridiculous! It's a dog because of communities of color. So if I'm reading Ralph Northam right. He is saying that communities of color kill dogs by police and beat their spouses. So communities of color. That's what he's saying. So he's vetoing this bill because he's afraid people of color would possibly kill a police dog and they should get more time or less Less. time. Well, he's not saying that. He's not saying either one of those. That is so stupid. It's so pathetic. He's actually saying that mandatory minimums should be put in place by the judge and he shouldn't sign them into law but it's funny he doesn't make the case why mandatory minimums are wrong as i might do i might say well look you need to be it needs to be adjudicated a judge needs to determine what a, a what the crime should be no he says not only should minimums not exist but because they hurt black people you, uh, excuse me so black people are the only ones that kill dogs of police uh, police, officers? police dogs that's my point this is unbelievable you know that is such a racist so racist, such a racist ruling. Now you know why. It's unbelievable. House Majority Leader Todd Gilbert said this is about repairing his racist legacy. Why would Ralph Northam, actually he admits that he's talked to the communities of color, other minority group leaders since his photo came out, and he's learned that he has to veto a mandatory sentence for those who kill dogs. <laughs> he figured that out. The, the, the minority groups that he met with said, look, governor, you got to stop this mandatory sentence for those who kill police dogs. You, you, you can't allow that. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Now, if Ralph Northam would have come to the closest microphone, Richard, and said, hey, I don't think mandatory minimums are really constitutional. I feel like the judge should set the minimums. And, and actually, I'm in that camp. I actually think that a minimum mandatory doesn't really put the circumstances in play of what happened. I mean, 
They don't. They don't have any reference to background of anything. A mandatory minimum is there's no choice. If you do these things, here's what's going to happen. It leaves it out of the hands of the judge. But that's not what he argued. He argued he went to minority groups and African-American groups, and they told him to veto it. That is nothing more veto than a racist because we're going to statement. be killing some of these dogs Saturday night, and we don't have time for six months in jail. Give me a break. That That is... Am I wrong on this? Four five four thirteen sixty six. So the Lee this brothers. So what are we missing pathetically here? Pathetically wrong. We're not missing anything other than <laughs> we're not we're not saying what we truly think of our beloved governor Northam. He's he's not the brightest bulb in the lamp. He's tripping over himself to show he's not a racist by being a racist. It's the weirdest e- thing e- I've ever exactly, heard. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just crazy. Here's his quote. While violence is unacceptable, these crimes can be addressed by a judge with full knowledge of their facts and circumstances for each particular case. That would be my argument, except he doesn't stop there. His next sentence is because community colors are more impacted by it. Communities well, uh, of colors are way, more impacted by domestic violence? The only way a community of color could be impacted by it is if they kill more police dogs or they... Right. Beat their spouses more, more often. often whatever and the bottom be. line is, if it's a community of purple-colored people or blue-colored, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. If they're committing the crimes, they should do the time. By and the, the way, time should be a lot more than six months for a police dog. Well, here's the, the, the interesting thing about both these bills that made it to the governor's desk, because they went through bipartisanship. The, the House bill passed... And, um, Passed both chambers with large bipartisan majorities, including uh, a Democrat by the name of Kathleen Murphy, who was on board with this. So I'm I'm just confused. Actually, I'm not. It's crystal clear. The governor is doing exactly what Todd Gilbert said. This is about repairing his own racist legacy over facts by becoming and stating his own racist views that apparently communities of color are killing police dogs and beating their spouses. And it, and it can't it, you can't have minority uh, sentencing for them. It's irrational. Why, so, why people need to see through this stuff. They really do. Why aren't Caucasian people, for lack of a better term, considered a community of color as well? I mean, white scholar. Is know? white an absence? Well, first, this We're whole thing white. is ridiculous. We're tan. This whole thing's ridiculous. We're tan. I, I can't stand the conversation that revolves around it. Because it's just, it's it's such a joke. But the left was the only ones who argue this. No Republican governor would sign a bill and go, look, I talked to the minority group. And uh, the bill is is does not reference skin color. The 60-day the, the term for domestic abusers who commit a second abuse doesn't say of black people or any other minority. It doesn't say that. But the governor thinks it does. Can people please, where's the press on this? Why didn't we hear this in the press go, excuse me, what are you suggesting, Governor? Are you suggesting that if you sign the bill that the the General Assembly passed, that it would be abusive to colors, people of community of color? Yes, you are. That's exactly what you're saying. This governor is a pediatric neurologist. I don't know if he's a brain surgeon. No, he's not a brain. He's a he's a family doctor, I believe. I thought he was a pediatric neurologist. All we know about him now is he wore blackface in college. Yeah, that's it. He's and actually, that's the only thing that matters. Pediatric doctor of some kind. Now he did sign another bill that would ban cell phone use while driving through a work zone. 
it's supposed to be banned all the time with this new law. You're not supposed to be able to hold it up. That's actually not a law in Virginia. There's a they, texting law in Virginia. passed the law. But they did not pass that law. The law they passed is the one that says if you hold your phone in your hand, whether you're on your phone or holding it in your hand in a work zone, you are subject to a $250 fine. So you can't hold your... Here's what you can do. You can hold a cheeseburger. You can hold a taco. You can hold a drink. You can hold a stuffed animal. But if you're caught holding a cell phone... You can receive a $250 crime. I'm not suggesting that there shouldn't be a law like this, but there already are laws in place against distracted driving, reckless driving. Those things could be applied to people who carry a phone. And I think some people in the General Assembly actually argued that. He is a pediatric neurologist. I just looked it up. Oh, thank you. Appreciate your help on that. Oh, no problem. I'm glad everybody thank me at Glad once. to pitch in. Glad to pitch <laughs> in. Whatever. All right. That's, for, that's a ridiculous law. That is just. Right. I, I agree. Virginia is for learners. What is that? And the top schools in the country happen to be in Virginia. That's all next and dead ahead. And your phone calls 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our The great United States of America. So Virginia is for lovers, right? That's a stupid... By the way, I've always hated that slogan. Haven't you? Virginia's for lovers. It's, it's it's ridiculous. How about Virginia's for the Constitution? <laughs> That'd get people to come here. Virginia's for lovers. I guess every state has a silly slogan of some port. Ralph Northam changed it this week. Virginia's for the Lee brothers. Now that would that would work. Yeah, but that's not what Northam said. Here's what Northam said this week. The problem is too few have any idea what changes we are making to public education. Why I know, I caught it too. Idea. Any idea what eh, changes whatever. we are making to public education, why we are making them, and what we hope those changes will achieve. So today, we are launching a new initiative new. called Virginia is for Learners. Oh, wow. I'm overwhelmed. It was so hard to come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> Virginia's for learners. Is that just cheese ball or what? I mean, why don't, you just say, why don't you just say Virginia's for breathing air or Virginia's for getting a good night's sleep? I mean, how? of course we're... I'm sick of the left taking the most obvious and make it into a slogan. Virginia's for learners. Oh, good. So that means we'll put more emphasis on learning. As if we don't, more of our budget goes to education than anything. I mean, it's all about education. We put our teachers on a pedestal. Everything's about, lear- about education and education. Our schools and have ranked pretty high. Our schools have ranked okay. You're right. In fact, the U.S. News uh, Best High Schools in 2019 came out, and Virginia's schools were in the list. Lots of them. So there. There were 17,000 schools ranked by uh, U.S. News Report, which, by the way, seems to be the gold standard for ranking these things. I don't know why. Um, Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology. I can't believe they still have that name. Um, was ranked fourth nationally. And, of course, number one in Virginia. But 
fourth nationally. The entire country, number four, is in the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. And it's got Thomas Jefferson's name on it. Remember, there was a little, there was a time where they wanted to change the name. And because it's apparently, it hurts the children. It, it doesn't do anything to the children. It hurts the adults, the leftist snowflake adults. But Thomas Jefferson is the number one school in Virginia, number four in the country. Want some others? Langley High School was 123 on the list. McLean High School, number 27. Chantilly High School was 503. George Mason High School, 515. Yorktown High School, 544. Pretty good, pretty good uh, rankings there for the Commonwealth, some of these schools. There's a huge list all found at U.S. News Best High Schools 2019. You can uh, check that out there. Fairfax County High was 1,159. I went down the list. Falls Church was 2,420 among 17,000 schools in the country. So there's, uh, there's a pretty good list there of Virginia schools. About 20, looks like maybe a bit more than that, maybe 30 schools made the list. And it could be better. The thing that's interesting about this is, uh, I don't know if Patrick Henry School is a private school. I didn't see any private school rankings, mainly because I don't think they make the cut. They don't allow for them to rank private schools. There are private Patrick Henry. There's one up in Nashville. Yeah, I I don't think this one is. There is a Patrick Henry High School here on the list, but not the private one. The one in Ashland, probably. They have have a tremendous opportunity to make our education even better in this country. And Lico, think of all the new words we can teach them. It's credible, you know, all the things that, that Biden came up with so far. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a bunch. Elementary, my dear Watson. Yeah, see? There's the a ton Biden there. Dictionary, available on TV shows <laughs> everywhere. The drunk, sleepy Biden one. Now only 1995. Right. Biden's a gift. It's all and, uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? Yeah, butt buddy. Neil, I miss you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do, Joe. I bet. You think he was drunk when he did that I one? I bet Neil doesn't miss him. Uh, but buddy came out pretty crystal clear. He must not have been drinking at that time. Are right, your phone calls next? 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. Tell me the story about the two fellows in the Soviet Union that were walking down the street, and the one of them says, have we really achieved full communism? Is this it? Is this now full communism? And the other one said, oh, hell no. It's, things are going to get a lot worse. Which, by the way, Joe Biden, if elected, would be the oldest president, I think, ever to be elected. He's, what, 107? No, 105, I think. But he's got great hair. That was close. He's got great hair. Is it obvious that he's had work done? I mean, is that... It seems all like, over see, the place. All, that's what I'm saying. It seems like it's quite obvious. Yeah, I think he had a body transplant or something. <laughs> that dude's old. It, it's, this... Uh, it, it's interesting how fast our culture has changed. Memes. Memes are this new political way of speaking. If you go to Twitter, it's all memes. If you go to Facebook, it's full of memes. And memes are the new path that, that the parties are going on to influence the culture. Except it's so soundbite that it, it doesn't really speak well for the left. It doesn't work. But on conservative memes... Very hard hitting. We're going to share some with you coming up in the program. In fact, next, 
You think about memes. A few years ago, you never heard the word meme. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's now a political cartoon. Meme it's and Twitter. like something Joe Biden created. Exactly. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. I would create a hundred or a thousand or a million young Barack Obamas or Michelle Obamas. Wow. 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 Yeah, I, I think I was a thug. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt. <laughs> oh, that's too fun. It's really fun. Okay. Very fun. Let's see here. Uh, racism. Still a problem in Virginia. A lot of you said yes. We'll ask a professor from Norfolk State University this hour. Did you hear Trump on National Day of Prayer? That's spectacular. We'll have to share it with you. And memes. The new political cartoons of 2019. Ben Franklin would be surprised and shocked. But that is next. Virginia he, citizens. He would get a kick out of them. And American patriots. The only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. It's kind of nice out there. It's toasty, but it's nice. I'd much rather have it toasty than cold. Our uh, summertime has arrived early, folks. What's toasty in here? Yeah, it is toasty in here. It's like... Uh, a steam house. Sauna. Sauna. I think that's what they call them today. No, I think, unless you're hanging house? meat. Oh, that's true. It could be a unless steam Unless you're house. smoking meat. Smoking meat. Smoking yeah. meat. Yeah, that wouldn't be, wouldn't be helpful. Yeah. All right, 454-1366. 454-1366. Coming up, professor from Norfolk University is going to join us and tell us that, um, that Virginia is still racist. Uh, there's a new poll from uh, Christopher Newport University that suggests that you think so also. So we'll discuss that and uh, and then your phone calls to, to go through it. Coming up at 5, what is a supermajority? I'm sorry, what is supermajority? Not what is a supermajority. It's, it's women getting together to be supermajority, I guess. That's at five. We'll discuss. They're it. getting together to call themselves supermajority. Yeah, they already think they're saying? majority. They already think they're majority. That's what their view is. All right, so they are. Mother Jones, a uh, a website by the left. I mean, this is a crazy. Be careful going there. Mother Jones had a. Um, Will they track you down an, or something? An article. This it might hurt you when you what you see and read. <laughs> uh, it says uh, <laughs> the name of the article is "The Left Can't Meme." And how the right-wing groups are training the next generation of social media warriors through memeing. Social media warriors. Warriors. You social media warrior? Do they get to wear a suit? Armor? Get a sword? Get a sword and a shield? Shield warrior? Come Do to they mind. provide them? I don't know how that works. I'm new to the social media. So a meme. What? Exactly. If they're I, free, I, you know. I just learned in the few years or so what a meme even is. And it's the new, it's a new way of communicating in short bursts to either make you laugh or think. And short it could be a burst. picture, it could be a picture, or it can be a picture in words, or it could just be words. And memes are dominating our political culture today. And it, also in the form of, quite honestly, bumper stickers. Here's the, uh, here's what, <laughs> here's what Mother uh, Jones is saying about memes. So I've been looking into memes and how conservative groups have gained the upper hand in meme warfare. It's unclear how much memes actually shape the outcome of political campaigns, but the Trump campaign clearly thinks that they work. The Russians think they're effective. 
conservative groups are actually training their activists to do it better. And I think we're just going to be seeing a lot more of this in the, as the 2020 campaign ramps up. Good. Actually, more memes. I'm a meme fan. Huge Something fan. we haven't had in a long time. In fact, a few years ago, something most people had never heard of. And now... Right. It's, it's going to be like Memeville, Meme on, Society. Well, even add to that, memes on Twitter. Imagine having that conversation a couple years ago. Memes on steroids. Memes on Twitter. First of all, what is Twitter? What is a meme? And what has happened to this? The first political cartoon in the history of our country was Ben Franklin. Uh, called Join or Die. It was the uh, 13 colonies in the French Indian War. It was considered the first political cartoon. It was in a pamphlet he wrote. Join or Die. Join or Die. You've seen the snake. Cutting pieces, yeah. yeah. Join or die. So now, Nothing like a snake cutting pieces, right? I'm not a fan of snakes at all. <laughs> I don't think that was the I point. Did, hell, I did the, eat some ones. It wasn't bad. That's disgusting. Tastes like chicken. Well, everything tastes like chicken. That doesn't surprise me. So I think the meme war can be run by the one by the the right. I think conservative memes work better than left memes. Left has to lie to you about their memes. Left doesn't work very well with memes because it doesn't make any sense. I'll just give you a couple examples of bumper stickers that are kind of like a meme. Uh, and they're, they're usually like rants. That's how the left looks at them. You know, kind of like um, fascism dresses differently for every generation. Well, the left is, they don't even know what that means necessarily. They dress differently. Okay. Um, yeah, are they styling and profiling? Yeah. Did you see those fascists? They were styling and profiling. They were strutting their stuff going down the street. You know, let's go around the block. You know, speaking of bumper stickers and things like that, you see them on the left all the time. The, the, the cars with the most bumper stickers are Democrats. Typically, yeah. They are absolutely Democrats. And they're full of cliches, not statements of fact, just cliches. You know, I got an idea for a great bumper sticker for the left. It says, I wish I had a Prius. But that way, if they don't have a Prius, they can just slap it on their car and let people know. Right. But, well, the actually, day may come the, when I have a Prius. But if you have a Prius, you don't need a bumper sticker, <laughs> quite honestly. I know. It's but if you don't have a Prius, you, you can just say, I wish I, I, had, I had a Prius. Prius. And then you made the statement. That's yeah, perfect. people know, hey. Oh, I see. Liberal puke. He's on the left because he wishes he had a Prius. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How simple is it, really? Quite honestly. I mean, if you yeah. drive a Prius, you're making a, a pre Let's just admit it right here. In front of if you drive a Prius, you're making a statement. There's you know, probably no other car that you can drive that makes a statement. I mean, a political statement. You can drive SUVs and you can say, I like, you know, but a political statement is driving a Prius. Uh, Volkswagen I like the, Beetle. I like the Beatles. I, I don't, you, you, can, you can drive one without making a statement. But you cannot drive a Prius without making a statement. And if you see a Prius with a bumper sticker on it that says, I wish I had a Prius, there's a, there's a <laughs> problem there. These guys are crazy. They would be in that case, right? There would be a problem there. So let me just give you some examples of, of some memes that are making the rounds in the political world. If walls and guns don't work, then why are celebrities and politicians surrounded by them? Makes sense. That's I always got an interesting question. It's interesting about the left and walls. You know, they lock their own doors, they put walls around, and then they say, walls are designed to keep people in, not out. Really? So when you put a wall up around your property, you're trying to keep people in or out? That's just... So that's something the police should look in on. 
Right. You know, they should kick the doors down and say, where are the people you're holding? <laughs> exactly. And when they don't find it, they say, okay, there is an officer out front with, uh, I wish I had a Prius bumper sticker for each of you. <laughs> That's perfect. Here's another meme. And these memes are all over the place. You can pull them up, just whatever it might be. Go to your Twitter account because that's where they are. Liberals feel the same about firearms as they do about wealth. It's okay for them, but not for you. See? Now, this works. Now, you don't have, there's no other leftist memes possible. There, there, there isn't. Give me a, give me a liberal meme that, that resonates like this. Tons of them are good on the conservative side, but not on, on the left side. Like, like the, here's another meme, this picture of uh, Chuck Schumer leaning over to Nancy Pelosi. No border walls, no voter ID laws. You figured it out yet? Yeah, see. See how easy it is to vote for the left when there's no walls and no voter ID. Uh, no one feminist has defended Sarah Sanders. It seems women's rights are only matter for those women who are liberal. Now, this is true. This is a radically true statement. That if you are a conservative woman, you can be trashed and mocked and impugned and laughed at. Look at, look at uh, Candace Owens on the, um, uh, in front of Congress during the hate crime. They, they treated her like garbage because she's a conservative. Where are the women, the feminist women, to her defense? Nowhere. All right, more memes, more bumper stickers, more of this new political politics on our Twitter pages. That is next. And your phone calls, 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. I heard one about a fellow who went to the KGB to report that he lost his parrot. The KGB asked him why he was bothering them. Why didn't he just report it to the local police? Well, he answered, I just want you to know that I don't agree with a thing my parrot has to say. Too good. 454-1366. 454-1366. Memes in politics. Memes. They're using them to influence thought. And the argument is that a liberal meme is nothing more than a misrepresentation of a conservative principle. And a conservative meme is exactly... A spotlight on how liberals think and their spotlight. logic. First, it was Facebook. Oh, the numbers changed. I'm sorry. 4540822. We didn't go back to the original number. Now we're nice. 4540822. Got it. First, it was Facebook. Then it was Twitter. Now it's memes. Now it's memes. Here's a meme for you. Liberals don't like. Here's what they scream all the time. Don't let your unvaccinated kids into our schools. The same liberal says, let thousands of unvaccinated illegal immigrants in. Right. Now, not your kids. That meme is true. It's real. That's exactly how the left thinks. That's why memes probably, as Mother Jones has said, work better for conservatives than they do liberals. Why would a liberal say, don't let your unvaccinated kids into our schools and then say, all these illegals that we have no idea who they are, we have no idea if they've been vaccinated, they can flow in our country. What they've exposed to, what they're right. bringing with them into this country. How does that make sense? Memes are going to win. It doesn't need to make sense? No, of course not. Not for the left. Yeah, it really doesn't. This is what is, is, uh, is amazing for, to me. Here's another meme. And just like they went from being against foreign interference in our elections to allowing non-citizens to vote in our elections. So true. 
Now, Democrats, you can't have it both ways. You can't be complaining that Russia had influence in the elections. Meanwhile, you're you're getting rid of no no IDs to let people vote. You're letting illegals flood into our country to vote. Now, come on. You can't have it. That's why I think memes could seriously have an impact on on a on a presidential election for the conservatives. Here's a funny meme. Bernie Sanders walks into a bar and yells free drinks for everyone. And then looks around and says, who's buying? <laughs> now, this is, the, this is a great That's example a of the left. Great example of a meme. That is a great example of a meme. It's a great example of the left. That's why it's true. F- humor is based in some truth. The left is massively compassionate with your money. They, they go to the nearest microphone. They say, look how compassionate I am. And they reach in your pocket and take money. You're fired. That's, that's what they do. And yet there's a group of people in our country who applaud that and say, oh, yeah, be compassionate. Give me my health care. They don't have the ability to give you health care without taking something from someone. Social. Here's another meme. Socialism, an idea that's so good that it has to be mandatory. (laughs) (laughs) Mandatory. Mandatory socialism because it's so good. Everybody wants it, right? Good stuff. Don't you want it? Don't you want socialism? Here's another conservative meme that's been floating around everywhere. I saw it on Twitter. Jim Comey answered, I don't know, I don't recall, I don't remember 236 times while under oath, but remembered enough to write an entire book. (laughs) What is that laugh from? Scooby-Doo. I'm sorry, Scooby-Doo. I thought it was you out in the hall when I turned it Speaking of memes, here's a good one. Maxine Waters opposed voter ID laws. She thinks they are racist. You need to have a photo ID to attend her town hall meetings. (laughs) (laughs) Kid you not. I kid you not. That's every woman has a right to be believed unless you are raped by Bill Clinton, beaten by Keith Ellison, groped by Cory Booker, or killed by Ted Kennedy. You see the difference? The hypocrisy of the left. It's about liberalism. It's not about women. That's what's so funny. This this women's group we're going to talk about at five called Majority Supermajority. That's about liberal women. It's not about women in general. If it was, it would just be women. But it's not. It's about liberal women and liberal principles. Memes could very well shape the politics. You know, political cartoons have a right to, but no one sees political cartoons. They see memes now. We are driven by memes. Go to Twitter. Go to Facebook. Everything's about a meme. We just need to be better at writing memes. So everything you write, like this ridiculous, these ridiculous things, is a meme? Well, they can be posted as a memes, is is really the point of what Mother Jones is saying on their progressive website. Memes change minds. And it's easier for conservatives because conservatism memes are, are rooted in the real principles of liberalism. Liberal memes are rooted in a fake view of conservatism that doesn't exist. And they do that all the time. Like, conservatives are racist, so they put up a racist meme that's not reality. Conservatives aren't racist. It's very interesting how 2020 will be meme-driven. It'll be the year of the meme. By the way, I hate that word, meme and Twitter. I hate it, too. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Hold on one second. I can't hear myself. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. 
Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. Man's old, old age dream, the ultimate in individual freedom consistent with law and order, or down to the ant heap of totalitarianism. Reagan's a meme. No, Reagan's a meme. You can put Reagan on uh, a picture, put a quote with it, and that's a meme. He's it, an awesome meme. You can send it out, and it, it becomes a political cartoon for 2020. Uh, technology changes uh, so many millennials who have it in their hand all the time. And they're, you stand in a line at Starbucks, and everyone's looking at their phone. You could literally shoot someone in Starbucks, no one would see it. They're, they got their faces buried in their phone and uh, looking at a meme <laughs> of some sort. So memes have changed our culture, and they very well might change our politics. Speaking of that, racism is still a major problem, according to you, in Virginia. Now, obviously, I could not disagree more with that statement. America isn't racist. Virginia isn't racist. Somebody is telling us that it is. We'll dive into this much deeper after a Christopher Newport news poll tells us that that race is a matter of... um, major influence in our culture today that's all coming up with a professor from norfolk university norfolk state university should be fun check us out 820theanswer.com 820theanswer.com click on the lee brothers takes you to our page 454-0822 lee brothers 820 wntw 92.7 fm i don't know i'm just gonna make it up as i go along Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers. The story was an American and a Russian arguing about their two countries. And the American said, look, in my country, I can walk into the Oval Office. I can pound the president's desk and say, Mr. President, I don't like the way you're running our country. And the Russian said, I can do that. The American said, you can? He says, yes. I can go into the Kremlin to the general secretary's office, pound his desk and say, Mr. General Secretary, I don't like the way President Reagan's running his country. (laughs) Just after 434, outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, we're the Lee Brothers. Virginia citizens and American patriots. The only two-headed talk show on the planet. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother, sitting to my left. Sometimes as far left. is Richard Lee. Yeah. There's a new Christopher Newport News, uh, Christopher Newport University poll that is, um, that was put out by the Virginia pilot. The poll says that racism is still a major problem. Now, I'm I'm surprised that it's not 100% of people who think that, based upon what we hear every single day by the left, that America's racist, that everyone's racist, that someone's hurting someone, that you're you're disenfranchised, justice system's not fair, work's not fair, school's not fair, loans aren't fair, housing's not fair. Who's problem, though? Who's bringing it? Who's bringing it to light? Right, exactly. Who is telling Virginians that we're racist? It's the press. It's the Democrats. 
So this poll, here's the findings. One in every eight Virginians admit to having been worn blackface, which is like nothing, one out of eight, or said so they knew someone who has. So the, the poll's already well, skewed. Actually, it's eight out of ten. One in every eight. No, it's eight out of ten. People are lying. So you got you have to figure for the liars. Oh, I missed the liars part. Yeah, yeah. the liars. People are lying about that. Here's what else the survey says. Nearly half of those surveyed said they strongly agree survey that, says. that racism is still a major issue here. Now, well, like I, think, I said, I, I think it is. And I think it's being fueled primarily. If you've got to pick a, a, a political party, it's being fueled by the left. But a lot of the people on the left are are the, are the ones behind it. Are the Look racist ones? AOC up in... Up, up in D.C., Congressman AOC, she, she says she's uh, you know, part American, part Puerto Rican, part African-American. That, now, that just came out. I what mean, else? she's throwing all these different things out there. How that come she's, she's not part American? Of. That's what I don't understand. I bet if someone did some research, it, there's probably some. She's probably just an American. You know, dinosaur dung flying around. You think? Possibly. She probably she probably is primarily American, right? Almost exclusively. But even if she, even if even if she were part, you know, Puerto Rican, part African American, and all those things, what does that got to do with anything? Right, just being American. There's just no being American and, and do your job. Right, exactly. So this new poll suggests that you believe, uh, well, half of you believe that, that racism is still a major factor here. 65% of Virginians agree that minorities are treated differently than whites by police. And that is also swayed by the media. Uh, now, it might come as a shock to somebody and some of you that I and, and Richard radically disagree with this principle. I believe that uh, Virginia is not racist. Uh, I don't think it's racist. I don't think the institutions are racist. I don't think the police are racist. I think there is a group of people telling college students they're racist. I, I'm, and we're we're trying to get the professor from from um, the uh, Norfolk State University to join us. He said he would. And we don't have him yet. He didn't answer his phone. He's at the head of the political science department at Norfolk State University. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, we can't get him. He said this. To say that African-Americans suffer no bias compared to their white counterparts, especially with police and in the workforce, is best at best laughable and at worst disingenuous. I wonder if this professor teaches his kids that. If you're at Norfolk State University, which I think is a, is it an all-black university? I, I don't know. I, I think it is. Are you, professor, telling your students every day that Virginia's racist, that the workplace is racist, that the police are right. Could you imagine the damage you're doing? I, I think about that. Now, also think of the opposite. What if this professor, and I can't say his name, I don't, I, I, I can't. can't pronounce it. Okamalafe? Okamalafe. Uh, professor Okamalafe, or Dr. Okamalafe, I guess is the best way to give him his credentials that are due. Do you tell your students that Virginia is racist? And what if Mr. Dr. Akomalafe told the students that this is the greatest country on the planet? There's nothing you can't accomplish. There's nothing you can't do. And no one's going to hold you back. Just be thankful years. you live here. 
Just two years ago, we had an African-American president. We have an African-American candidate running for office. We have African-American women running for office. We have an African-American just won the master's tournament. Uh, We have African-Americans in every single business in our culture. Look at society and how it functions. It is not a racist society. And that's why we've always challenged our listeners and anyone who, who cares to investigate it. Look around your life. Your life isn't racist. You go to work every day. You're around people every day. This is not a racist country. Now, if you tell people that, they will have a different view of America. They will go out and be more positive. They will go out and be more welcoming, more uh, enjoyable to be around. But if you are told every day that the white man's out to get you, that America is evil and it's racist, imagine your reaction then. There, there is a uh, survey out that says America, the United States of America, is the most negative nation as far as people just being miserable and you know, constantly complaining about everything, that we're the most negative nation on earth. And you get that a lot from your politics. I mean, look at Maxine Waters. You know, right, exactly. She's a sea hag. She's, she's a mean sea hag. She's angry. An angry sea hag, and she's a racist. Right. She, she is a racist. But if, if people, you know, live your life and be happy, that you're here in the greatest nation on earth. Don't look back, look forward, and be happy. But we have Nobody a- wants to be around these negative people. I certainly don't. Well, that's my question to the professor at, at Norfolk State University. Are you encouraging your students, or are you filling them full of hate and anger and, and despise America? And find me another country you want to be in. This is, this is what I don't understand about why the left rejoices in calling the country racist. As if you're going to fix it. I love how uh, Kamala Harris stands up there and goes, America's racist and a black 12-year-old boy is going to be ran and shot down by police officers. And you get to stand up there and say, you're going to fix that? That is is pondering. That's pandering. That's a black lady. Running for office. Spreading the negativity and the racism in this country. And it's primarily... The black politicians that are doing this. Oh, it's no, it's the left. Every it's single the people of the on 20, the left, but all 20 of those candidates running for office say the exact same thing. They America just, they is must racist. hate life. They just must, they must hate life and they suck at life because I just appeal. It's unbelievable. They would tell a 12 year old boy that kind of crap. This Christopher Newport News or Newport University poll. I'm surprised is only half of Virginia's think race is still an issue. I'm surprised by that. I mean, you're told every day, you turn the news on, what do you hear about? How racist America is. But when you live your life, you live your life when you go from place to place and work to work and do things in airports or wherever it might be. It's not racist. It's not, people. Stop saying it is. The justice system isn't racist. America isn't racist. Your employers aren't racist. Are there racist people? Yes. But if you're told every day America sucks, America's going to suck. If you're told every day America's the best place with the best freedoms that anyone can accomplish anything, it will be that very thing for you. If you spread that message of race and of, of negativity, of hate, your world's going to be full of racism and hatred for your neighbors, for your, for your loved ones. It's just, it's just sad and it's scary and you people suck at life. 
if you're one of the ones that's doing this. You need to change your ways. Listen to how this racism is now into politics by Bernie Sanders. Here's Bernie Sanders talking about voting. But this is what I believe. At a time when the Republican Party and Donald oh. Trump are working overtime to suppress the vote, to make it harder for people of color, poor people, young people to vote. That's disgusting. That is Why totally... don't you just check yourself into the old fool's home while I still have a bed left? That's uh, totally untrue. It is. It's, 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 it's complete, a lie. It's complete dinosaur dung. He continued. We have got to make it clear, in my view, that if you are an American citizen, even if you do something terrible, even if you're a bad person, we can't take away your right to vote, whether you're in jail or whether you left jail. Clearly, what Republicans are doing is trying to deny people of color the right to vote. You are a liar. You're a liar. You, you, seed, you seed racist intentions. Your idea is to divide America and make everyone think they're racist, including Republicans. You, sir, are disgusting. The Republican Party or the Democrat Party is Bernie Sanders. This is exactly what they do. Nobody's so, suppressing black votes. No one. These people, there's rules for voting that you need to follow to vote. And you need to follow the rules yourself. If you're not capable of doing that, it's not the Republicans party, the Republican Party's fault that you can't do what you're supposed to do to vote. And they're not trying to suppress anybody other than people who should not should not be voting because they're illegal or whatever. They're illegal. All right. Your phone calls next. Four, five, four, zero, eight, two, two, four, five, four, zero, eight, twenty two. Lee Brothers, eight, twenty WNTW, ninety two point seven FM. Representing the end of political correctness. The Lee Brothers. Thousand for me and one, two, three, four thousand for him. One thousand for you, one thousand for me and yeah. one, two, three, four thousand for him. Wait, well, wait a minute. Who's getting a bigger share than we are? Him. Who's him? The income tax man. The- Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. I the solution. Like the solution to so many of the problems of our country. We're talked about this week during the National Day of Prayer. This is this National Day of Prayer is a phenomenal reminder of our founding principles in nature and nature's law and God Himself. Our founders pointed to providence, divine providence. Washington talked about this during the entire Revolutionary War. And during our founding documents in the Constitution, it was mentioned multiple times with even Franklin saying that is it possible that a republic can be found without God's knowledge when a sparrow can't hit the ground without him recognizing it or being sovereign over it? It is good for us to stop and pray. This is our republic. This is who we are as a country. And if you come here and don't know this about our country, it doesn't make it better. Donald Trump, the president of the United States, said this during the National Day of Prayer. And as God promises in the Bible, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on the wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. And they will walk and not be faint. And that's something that Mike and I think about all the time. Right, Mike? On this prayer day, what do you think, Mike? I think so. Hey, we deserve it. Yeah. 
Obviously talking to Mike Pence, in case no one Obviously. don't know the answer to that one. People say, how do you get through that whole stuff? How do you go through those witch hunts and everything else? And you know what we do, Mike? We just do it, right? And we think about God. That's true. Amen. So thank you all very much. On this day of prayer, we once again place our hopes in the hands of our Creator. And we give thanks for those wondrous lands of liberty. And this is truly the greatest of all land of liberty, our country. Our country is special. It is. It will always be special. It will be greater than ever before. We're doing things that will make it better than ever before. And especially for churches and synagogues and mosques and everyone else, people of faith. We pray that this nation, our home, these United States will forever be strengthened by the goodness and the grace and the eternal glory of God. You want to fix problems in our country? There it is. Now that's Donald Trump. President of the United States. Can you imagine that coming from his mouth? I'd have never, ever guessed that. Now, whether he actually believes those things himself or not is not the point. The point is he's recognizing the distinct American culture that gave us the greatest country on earth. You imagine a professor teaching this at Norfolk State University or anyone else to kids. You imagine the difference it would make if professors looked at kids and said, congratulations, you live in the United States of America, the best place on earth, God-given and designed. That changes cultures. That changes minds, and it makes us have have a, a rally cry around who we are as a people. We've so butchered this that we have balkanized our country. We have all these different views of what America should be. When it was founding on certain principles, we could at least rally around what America should be. Now we can't. We're told it's racist. We're told it's mean. You get actually get in trouble right. for doing this. Exactly. You Trump's know, made fun of and mocked because of it. You know, and I think it's, I think this is what Trump believes. Obviously, do. I don't, Trump has got a habit of saying what he thinks. Well, that's true. And what he believes. I don't think there's any question he believes this. I think there's a little, then I, in fact, it's funny you saying this because uh, my son and I got in this conversation last night about who Trump really is, because we listen to this together. And he goes, Dad, I think that's who Trump is. I said, I'm, I'm not sure. I agree with him. I don't think that's who Trump is. I, I don't. I do. I, I've, Trump never. You're wrong. Your oh, son okay. and I are right, as <laughs> usual. We okay. always are. All right. Which Fair one enough. was it? All right. It was my youngest son. He's typically a smart guy, so maybe. Yeah, he's very smart. Yeah. He joins an uncle to beat me. All right. Your phone call's next, 454-0822. 454-0822. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> Making... Radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. George Washington High School. George Washington High School out in the, um, I believe it's the San Francisco area, wants to remove a uh, moral, a moral, uh, uh, a mural, mural from mural. Thank you. They really remove their mur- their morals. Yeah, you can you can do that too. Remove their morals <laughs> from the mural from the wall because it has Washington on it. Now they say he's doing something that he shouldn't be doing. He's just standing there. George Washington. 
I've never seen any kind of picture, painting, drawing of George Washington doing something he's not supposed to do, ever. Well, that's an old story. That's not true, actually. Yeah, it's, and the cherry it's not true. Not true, but he would never he do chopped that. down his neighbor's tree. It was his tree. neighbor's tree, right? Exactly. And when they this came over and said, "Who did this?" The kids down the, the street, street, they did it. They ran and off. They ran off. Right. Just All kidding. Right. Coming up, we'll talk about that. And who is this super majority? Can't wait to tell you. Lee Brothers, eight twenty WNTW, ninety two point seven FM. If everybody's raising living standards to the point where everybody's got a car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. People call me Spock for a reason. I miss him. We will play his clips forever. We should call him The Rock instead of The Rock. The Rock. San Antonio students in Texas cheer their own abortions. You will not believe this clip. It's unbelievable. It's so sickening and it's so sad that they see things that way. George Washington's picture could be removed from high school. We'll discuss that. And what is super majority? Oh, goody. Can't wait to tell you that's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots, radio is the founding fathers intended. It's just after 5 o'clock outside the Capitol. Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this Friday afternoon. Stay with us this final hour and be careful in your commute. And your phone lines are open, 454-0822. We'll take your calls on any topic, 454-0822. That is a new number. It is a new number. 0822. In fact, if you're on our Facebook Live page, you'll see the number on the screen is not that number. So you must write this down, 454-0822. Get you in touch with the Lee Brothers, the only two-headed talk show yeah. in Richmond. What is supermajority? I ran into this this week. You know, it's interesting what, how we get things in front of us, either an email or you know something on Facebook pops up. People are pretty good at putting things in front of us. This, uh, this ad popped up this week. Newsweek was all over this. What is supermajority? And, of course, I immediately perked up. What is supermajority? What is it about? Here it is. Women are the majority of Americans. Okay, you can see where this is going. Women are you the majority. You can see where it's going. Of Americans. That may that may be true. And it probably is, and for good reason. I'm glad there's more women than men. In my opinion, I think that's better. I'm fine yeah, with it. I'm okay. I'm, with I'm it. okay with it. I'm not objecting to that at all yet. Sounds no. okay. Who do you think so far? Sound okay I think so far? It's fine with okay, me. Okay, let's continue. See where it takes us. Women are the majority of Americans. We are the majority of voters. We are the majority of grassroots volunteers and donors. Are you sure about that? I don't know about that. I mean, I, that's I might jump. Okay, but I'm okay with it so far. Yeah, Super the majority, majority of voters and the majority of grassroots volunteers. Okay, and donors and donors. The, the now, majority of donors. I don't. Does that mean? That's what I was going to say. Do they? Does that mean they are more likely the one to show up here at the station to order the box of donuts? No, it's not I don't donuts. Know. It's donors. I know, but oh, bottom line, don't you know? If, if she's a donor, it means she donates. And if she donates, why not donate donuts? 
So um, this about it, it's about the boy, right? You, this is about women, words, right? Yeah, super majority, it, super majority it's must a, be all what else about women? What else are there women majority of? They're majority of the of the cooks. They're majority of the wives. They're majority of mothers. <laughs> the women are majority of mothers. They're majority of people who buy shoes. I'm sure women buy more shoes than men yeah. and dresses. And dresses. I'm sure they buy more dresses. Even with the transgender movement. I'm sure they're more than that. Anyway, so let's see where this takes us, please. Super majority is what now? The majority of grassroots volunteers okay. and donors. Our government should look like us. Wait, wait. It, wait a minute. Look like you? Look like you? What does that even what is that, mean? Like, wear heels and a dress? What do you, You're going to write all the, rewrite the Constitution? To make it look like you? We the women? And why should it look like you? That's what I want to know. Why should it look like you? Why can't, what if it looks like me? Does that mean something happens to you? If majority of government is men, what happens to women? I, I must remind you that men are the ones who voted in the right for women to vote. You do know that, right? Okay. Just. Yeah, there was a time when women weren't allowed to vote. We, the women of the United States of America, in order to form a more perfect <laughs> union of women. This is the new supermajority. We no longer bring donuts, beer, or other things. Supermajority. Continue, please. Look like us. The only way we can make that happen is by standing shoulder to shoulder with women who believe this too. Maybe you fought for change for decades. Demanding again, equality you in your home, in your workplace. Demanding equality in your home? Maybe you fought for for decades? Maybe you did. Women fought for, Some for decades? Did. Then maybe, again, maybe, they, maybe didn't. they didn't. Maybe, maybe not. You fight for equality in your home? Are you suggesting government should get in the business of what's going on in your home? Maybe so. Here They continue. This is super majority now. Super majority. Super majority. Listen I to if they have a cape. They must do. <laughs> From your government. Maybe you're just getting started. Let's work together. Super majority is a, a new organization woman for women who want to build our collective. Is that a biker chick? I heard a motorcycle. I heard a motorcycle, too. That's nice. Look, women are amazingly... Uh, Versatile. Versatile. They can ride a bike in high heels. That's perfectly fine. Organization for women who want to build our collective power and use it to change this country for good. Collective Whoa. power. I love collective Collective power, power and use it Ch- to change. This is where I get good. a bit concerned. Change <laughs> our country for good. <laughs> really? In other words, forever. For good? For when good. When have women ever I don't think she meant, like, for good. <laughs> yeah. I think she meant... <laughs> You know what I mean? There's two ways to take that. Right, oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to change it for good. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. That's no. not what she meant. They're going to change it for, for good. good. You could, you, forever. forever. <laughs> that's phenomenal. You know what? When's the last time women got together and made something good happen? This scares me. I'm telling know. you, when women get together, it's typically very vindictive, angry, gossipy. This cannot be good for good sake, right, Richard, right. to your point, right? This is for good. Do you understand me? And how, how many men haven't heard that before? All right, sorry. Hey, what's this? We've got a sound effect of a woman growling, don't we? Uh, I don't know if that's a woman. I think it is. It's, you think so? I don't know. Where's, he's looking. Right no, 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 that's not it. That's entirely not it. All right, so super majority. Sounds more women. like a T-Rex. Here's super majority continues, please. Power and use it to change this country for good. Because yeah. one of us can be dismissed. Two of us can be ignored. But together, we aren't just the majority. We are a super majority. Yes, you are. When you guys get together, it's, uh-oh, here they come. You imagine a super majority of liberal women getting together and coming down the street. 
exactly. And that's like, just the sound of them talking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is Here this supposed come. to be appealing to, to America? All right, I'm sorry. Let's continue, supermajority women. And we are unstoppable. Let's make sure the entire country knows it. What okay. are they going to see that movie? Carry firearms? I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned about it. Why, why is this so critical that women are elected? I, I, this is a serious question. What is it about this that we should focus on gender? And it's a, it's a legitimate question of the left and women who are listening. Seriously, 454-0822. I don't get it. I mean, no one's walking around going, vote for me because I'm a man. But women are going around now saying, hey, we're the majority of everything. Vote for us because we're women? And I, Look at AOC. All the garbage that spews from this woman's mouth like... You know, 12 years, the planet will boil over. Or whatever it is. Implode. Implode. Life as we know it will end in a very brutal, ugly way. We're all going to die. And we're like, (laughs) the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. And your biggest issue... Issue. Issue. Your your biggest issue is how are we going to pay for it? Yeah, it's kind of important. Like, this is the like, war. This is our World War II. Like, oh, sure it is. Like, yeah, our World War II. Oh, wait a minute. Oops. Oops. I'm like dumb as a fence post. This is World War III. <laughs> you know, <laughs> call me a rock. <laughs> Just call me a rock because I'm dumb as a stone. So, why women? I'm, I'm, a, I'm serious. Why? Are women smarter than men? Are women more capable of doing things than men? Why the big woman push? Why supermajority? Why? Is there a women's issue that I'm not aware of that we must vote for immediately and only women can vote for it? This is ridiculous. This Incredibly, identity politics uh, is stupid. Stupido. Of course it is. Didn't know I could speak Spanish, did you? Uh, I had a, yeah, you could do it. And what does supermajority women bring us? I'll show you next. You won't believe. <laughs> <laughs> a, beer. a beer and a taco that should already be opened when she hands yeah. it to me. Yes, right, the taco story entirely wrapped in four, tasty and warm and ready to plow. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Back off, sir. Our version of the Federalist Papers without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers, the Commissar in the Soviet Union, who went out to one of those state collective farms, grabbed the first worker he came to said, how are the crops? Oh, he said, the crops never have been better. Just wonderful. He said, how about potatoes? Oh, he said, comrade commissar, if we could put the potatoes in one pile, they would reach the foot of God. And the commissar said, this is the Soviet Union. There is no God. He said, that's all right. There are no potatoes. (laughs) Super majority. It's a bunch of women, and I mind you, liberal women that want to change the course of America. And if they think they unite, they can do that. This is a a progressive group of all liberal activists, including Cecil Richardson, who, by the way, was the president of Planned Parenthood. That's who is supermajority now. So when you hear the term supermajority, it's all these women who are about Planned Parenthood. It's... It's really unbelievable how we've changed, our culture is changing on abortion to the point where pro-life is gaining a foothold, but those who are pro-choice are becoming even more adamant about it, that they're now bragging about it. 
By the yeah, way, and, and the way they describe it is just, you know, sickening. I don't know how anybody could laugh at some of the things that come out of these women's mouths. At the University of Texas, San Antonio, pro-life group put up crosses in their on the lawn at San Antonio uh, University of Texas. And the crosses represented the babies that had been aborted in Texas. So this Planned Parenthood group shows up and marches across the crosses, and here's what they are saying. I'll tell you before we even play it. They're saying, I'm proud of my abortion, and there's one right there. That one was mine, pointing to a cross on the ground, and then you can hear the rest of it. Here it is. So she said she's so slutty she got pregnant she had to have an abortion. This is not a parody. This is real Planned Parenthood people. And you're proud of it? I'm the nurse. Yes, I'm super proud of it. When I say plant, you say parenthood. Plant, parenthood, plant, parenthood. When I say aborted, you say fetuses. Aborted, fetuses. Wow. What a, what a very... You know, inspiring chant. Uh, these people must be utterly non-brilliant. I mean, to come up with crap, crap like that. What What is in the mind That's of a pathetic. college student to, to go down this? Like I said, I think we talked about this last week. The difference between somebody who is in a crisis pregnancy and chooses abortion out of fear and, and is confused by it is different than this kind of person. This is such callous for our culture, I don't, I can't explain the heart and the mind of these kids who, who think this way, who would have a chant, a, a fetus in the ground, you're actually chanting that? It, it doesn't stop there. It continued. Listen. I had an abortion. Stop. Hey, hey, what's that sound? All the fetuses are in the ground. Look, there's mine right there. Wow. Wow, that was, hey, what's that that was sound? so... All the fetuses in the ground. So creative and so incredible that... Uh, if you're a parent of this child, what would you... What would be your thought if these are your kids running around saying this? Maybe you'd be thinking, how hard can I legally slap her in the face <laughs> and not get arrested? <laughs> it's not. There is... Um, you know, the Democrats booed God at their convention, but clap and cheer about abortion give that a second just to sink in is it is it that black of a heart like absolutely, i said there absolutely like, is. there are there is a legitimate difference and, and you know and you and i talked about this richard there are there are real crisis pregnancies there are people get in trouble and they get they have a they're pregnant it, and and they make a wrong decision but we are living in a culture now where this is acceptable i mean i guess to to mock fetuses as if they're nothing and bragging about what happened. You know, Democrats say you can't give a lethal injection to killers, rapists, and pedophiles and school shooters, but you can give a lethal injection to an infant, which is essentially what abortion is. This is, um, it's disheartening. You, you, would, you would hope 
that our culture wouldn't go down this path, that we could have a legitimate debate about how to have less abortions instead of celebrating the fact that you had one, or even worse than that, walking over the so-called, in air quotes, graves of those who were. It's a, it's a tough time in our culture. How could we ever change this? Well, you then, know, how can it ever be the very way difficult. it should be? It didn't stop there. There's an Alabama state representative who said some kids are unwanted, so kill them in the womb or kill them later. We'll play that clip for you next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers. So this uh, school, we'll get to the other uh, other clip in a second from the Alabama state representative on abortion. It's most disheartening uh, as you can possibly imagine. But this historic mural on a wall at George Washington High School is facing destruction. No, they want to come in and rip it down. It's been there since, get this, 1936. It's a 1,600 square feet of an interior wall covered with a series of... Uh, of pictures depicting the life of none other than George Washington. And what's their reason for wanting to tear it down? To protect the students. That is an exact quote. To protect the students. From the father of our country. (laughs) Exactly. Let's protect him from the father of our country. Maybe he was a bad guy and we just don't know it. I love the left on this. So stupid. As if, I guarantee the kids probably never looked at it. They probably never looked at it. The well, adults, they probably glanced at it and, and said, said uh, there's uh, George Washington. There's just George kept Washington. walking. And just kept, of course. They're not sitting there. They don't stop and go, oh, oh I'm, I'm, I'm injured. That's yeah, because don't kids don't screaming. care. They're not going to, they're going to. Kids don't come out of the room liberal snowflake wimps. They're told by adults to be liberal snowflake wimps, that they're the offended teachers, by things. The teachers that want that taken down are liberal Snowflake. Yes, they are. Wimps. That's what I'm saying. And they're teaching the kids to be that because the kids don't walk in and have any problem with a picture on the wall. The kids, the kids should don't. protest. The parents? The, the kids should protest the, the children adults. Children should protest the adults. <laughs> they should that? protest taking down the mural of George Washington. Here's the good part. There's a poll in San Francisco and the Richmond area. That's actually Richmond County area over there. 75% favor keeping it as is. Good news. That won't do any good. <laughs> That's right. The left wouldn't allow the, the the public to have any say in this. It's it, threatening to ch- students. It would take 100%, which means the left would have to be in agreement. Exactly. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers takes you to our page. Your phone call is 454-0822. Lee Brothers, 820 WNT, 92.7. I think the picture of Barack Obama beside him with his hand on his shoulder and his feet kicked over. Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. Not too long ago, two friends of mine were talking to a Cuban refugee, a businessman who had escaped from Castro. And in the midst of his story, one of my friends turned to the other and said, we don't know how lucky we are. And the Cuban stopped and said, how lucky you are. I had some place to escape to. And in that sentence, he told us the entire story. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. After 534, outside the Capitol, 
of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens and American patriots. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far sometimes left. Sometimes his far left. <laughs> it's Richard Lee. It's Richard Lee. 454-0822. That's our new phone number, 454-0822. Phone lines are open. We're not sure how long that's going to be our new number. It, we may get another number just yet. Yeah. Yeah, and today, before the show's out in 30 minutes. We could get it. It could happen. It could happen. 454. Miracles happen every day, <laughs> my brother. I'm telling you. 454-0822. Richard and I cannot get over some of the comments from politicians and others about the abortion argument. This might be the most unbelievable statement that we've heard from a politician. This guy is from Alabama. He's a state representative. So he is not a congressman. He's not a U.S. senator. He's, he's in the General Assembly of Alabama. This is Alabama. This is, wow, that hurt my ears. Um, his that name's was John, Forrest Gump. His, James, his, his name is John Rogers. And here is the entire clip. We'll have some fun with it and then cry just a little bit, actually. All I'm saying to you, it'll always be a woman's choice. So all he's saying to us is that I'll be a woman's choice. That's all he's saying. Well, that's not all he says. He actually goes on. All I'm saying to you, it'll always be a woman's choice. Is he drunk, by the way? Why is he mumbling like? He sounds like Joe Biden. I think he bit. and Joe been behind uh, the, the bar a little the bit. Podium, right? Getting toasted. <laughs> anyway. All I'm saying to you, it'll always be a woman's choice. Okay, we're waiting. I'm not about to be as a male tell a woman what to do with her body. Okay, it's something about telling a woman what to do with her body. What is what does a woman's body have to do with, with an baby. infant, an right. unborn infant? Right. And by the way, we tell women what to do with their bodies today. We have laws against prostitution and that type of thing. So that's a, that's totally different, though. I get it. All right, so go ahead, uh, Mr. Uh, of Alabama State Representative Rogers. Yeah? She has a right to make that decision herself. She does have a right. She has a right to do whatever. She, she has a right to kill other people. Right? Don't they? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that point. Okay. No. Continue. She has a right to do it. Some kids are unwanted. <laughs> wow. Uh, now we're going down a different road that I've, that I've ever heard anyone who supports abortion. Well, listen to Some how Some kids are unwanted. Just starts with you know, that. Break your some glass. kids are unwanted. Yeah. I mean, there probably are some kids that are unwanted. They scratch your paint on your car and stuff. Right. And by the way, there are many kids that are unwanted that turned out to be amazing people Truly who changed the course of people. history. Who, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, that's the start of your argument for abortion, perhaps? Let's have, let's have them finish. Some kids are unwanted. By the way, it's not is one. It, he, he, that's not even, grammar's not even right, but that's, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to stop. We'll continue. Some kids are unwanted. So you kill them now, kill them later. Excuse me? Oh, kill them now, kill them later. Either way, just kill them. <laughs> so Sooner the better. Let's follow the, Unbelievable. Let's follow the logic here for a second. Kill them now or kill them later? So if they're I'm unwanted. I'm today, but maybe Saturday I can get around to killing a kid. But is this the standard of which we judge life if you're unwanted? If you're unwanted. What if this dude was kill unwanted? Him. Right. Think of the argument here. Some are unwanted. Kill them now. Or kill them later because they're unwanted? You're in is this our culture? And your grammar sucks. So <laughs> should we kill you now or kill you later? He, he actually doesn't stop. He continues to try to argue this. You, you bring him in the world unwanted, unloved? Yeah. Uh, so you bring him in the world unwanted and unloved. By the way, that is, that is so wow. rare. 
Once a woman who carries a child to term and gives birth doesn't just say, throw that baby in the trash. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Okay. They, they love the child. Uh, they're not evil like this guy seems to be. Um, but he's saying that, oh, well, I guess, what now? You, you're bringing me in the world unwanted, unloved. Mm-hmm. You send him to the electric chair. Send him to the electric chair. And why are we sending the electric chair? I guess since they were unloved and they, that's the, that's the place they they're going. Do they have a miniature electric chair? I'm just curious. I mean, this guy is out there. Completely. The, the situation is you bring him into the world unloved means, in his definition, in his mind, if they brought in the world and not wanted and not loved, then they're going to the electric chair? Is that, that I guess? You, you bring him into the world unwanted, unloved, you send him to the electric chair. So you kill him now, I'll kill him later. I don't even know. I don't even know how to react to that. It's just... It's absolutely disgusting. Let me finish it here. Here's the end of it. But the bottom line is that I think we should be making this decision. The bottom line is that we should not be making the decision. And here's what Ronald Reagan had to say about it. One day, a pretty, fresh-faced young lady, intelligent and sincerely concerned, asked me if abortion wasn't preferable to making a young, unmarried girl have a baby she didn't want and which would therefore grow up unloved and probably turn out to be a criminal. I gave an answer which apparently she hadn't considered. I told her there were literally millions of people in this country who wanted but could not have children and who waited eagerly, sometimes for years, to adopt the baby she had described. That such a child would not be unloved, very much the opposite was true. There were always some raised hands and unanswered questions after the cameras were turned off, And I always tried to stay around to answer them, even though we were no longer on the air. Well, this day, another equally attractive girl had her hand half raised. I called on her, but she didn't have a question. Instead, she said, I am adopted. I think a great deal of my folks, and I think they feel the same about me. And then she added this unforgettable line. I'm glad no one killed me. Politician versus politician. You know, I don't understand the the mindset of the left on this. I I would hope that as a culture we could rally around life and say, look, there's tough decisions. We know there's no doubt about that. And there are plenty of people who've made tough decisions that weren't necessarily on the side of life. That does not compare to these people. This guy is a nut. He is uh, out of control. And everybody inherently in themselves knows this they know this guy's a nut they know it's wrong to think this way how did this guy and, get elected well <laughs> you know how did we how ask this the, question all the time about politicians how do they, these guys get in the role how does AOC a speech, get in the role? people saying what's he saying what's he saying right i don't have any idea what he's saying it's just uh, the, the 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 way the guy talks is just i don't know it's just all i'm saying to you it'll all be a woman's choice it's just like joe biden all drunk when the when the biden's uh uh, was given his speech this week. Sounded all, all gibberish. All right, phone lines are open, 454-0822, 454-0822. Coming up, you got to hear how our culture is changing in regards to what Time Magazine did this week. Time Magazine put uh, Mayor Buttigieg on the cover with his husband. 
Is America ready for that? Are we ready to have a White House couple that is a gay couple? Your phone call's next, 454-0822, 454-0822. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. You are not forgotten. We are fighting for you. We've answered your silent cry to be your voice. Your life was not for nothing. We celebrate your heartbeat. Oh, the price that you paid is a fire. That'll change this world. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. Mary Gregory. Mary Gregory swept all nine events at the Raw Federation match last weekend. Shattered four world records in women's weightlifting. I'm impressed, except there's one problem. Mary isn't a woman. She's a biological man. She dressed as a woman, kind of had long hair. I mean, she didn't look anything like a woman. But she self-identifies as a woman. And in our culture, which is bat insane at times, allowed it. And she literally went down in the record books and and won and broke all the records for women's weightlifting as a man. Have we lost our mind in this entire culture we live in? So is it time for women to say, uh, excuse me, what the name of Sam Hill's going on here? Did that guy bench press as much as, I don't know, 40 pounds? I don't know what he, he was a living. man. It was a man competing with women, so he probably won with a forty or forty-five pound. Olymp- Olympic swimmer Sharon Davies said, "This is a transgender woman, a male body with male si- uh, physical um, attributes, setting a world record and winning on a women's event in America powerlifting. A woman with a female biology can't compete." It's absolutely pointless. Why even do so? Which begs the question, is it time for women in all sports to say, wait, wait a minute, I'm not even going to play anymore. This is ridiculous. Exactly. They need to, re- they need to say, stop. This is, this is insane. Who? A man, Who? a transgender. What party, what political slant, what political persuasion would ever say this is okay? What is the mindset to say a man can compete in women's sports as a man? Who who thinks this way, and how is it possible that it actually gains traction in our culture? Have we completely checked out? Women are allowing it to happen. Not all women. I'm sure there's more women out there saying this is insane. I don't agree with it. Then... Than not, but it's still it's it's insane. It's crazy. It doesn't. Why would they allow this? 
These it, women work out. They train and train and train. Right. So they can so they can get that right. 40 or 50 pounds off the floor. And then they bring some <laughs> dude in there that can do it with one hand. That's not. And, you and, know? and, and, and nobody stops it. And it actually, says, actually allows insane. it. You know, I've been busting my butt. I want to win this contest. Why can common this, sense not This guy is big as a pickup truck, and there's no way I'm going to be able to beat him. Except with a I, I guess there's a something wrong with the left that says there's no difference between men and women. There is. That's why since the beginning of time, we had these things called restrooms that were separate. And we recognize that women were the lesser sex. They were the weaker sex. They weaker. should be allowed to smack the guy with a shovel, you know, crank him on the back of the head once before the contest starts. There, there's some, At least. There's something seriously wrong if our culture allows this to continue. And it's happening all over. It's happening in cheerleading at, uh, competitions. Yeah, it's, it's getting ha- worse. It's getting worse. Um, but it's just the way our culture is going. Women you and the Boy Scouts. Right. Men Boy Scouts don't exist anywhere. weights in a women's competition. competition. And, and people will argue this with you. So <laughs> That's what I want to know. Who? Why do you care? Because it doesn't, it's crazy. Well, why do I care? I mean, I guess I, if I don't care about women's sports or I guess I don't care if a man wants to dress up as a woman and lift weights, I don't care about that. But it's impacting the women who are playing. You can't have fair competition that way. Um, but we're in a culture that doesn't appreciate women. I mean that sincerely. We are. We allow women to go to the front lines in battle. We allow them to fight on the front lines in battle. What, what have we done? I think we encourage them to get up there. Get on, ladies. Get, get, get on, on up there. Get on up. We, there women be a time first. We are very polite <laughs> gentlemen. There used to I'm be a time kidding. where we would never. We wouldn't let them fight of in combat. Of course not. Why would we? We will honor women and say, no, you don't need to be doing that. There's a reason why men hold doors for women. They carry their bags. There's a women, reason why we open doors for men do these things. Because they're the weaker sex. It's and we don't mean that as an of course insulting man. In fact, it's, mean, it's, it should be something that's applauded. Exactly. That men are gentlemen. But now we're told. Gentlemen. That doesn't exist anymore. There's no difference between men and women. You don't hold the door for a woman. You don't compliment on her looks. You don't. Uh, you allow her to go to battle and fight and die at the front lines carrying a gun. And then we say, oh, and there's no difference between men and women. So blur the bathroom. Blur Boy Scouts. Don't let there be any differences. This is crazy. It's destructive to our culture. And it is pushed by the radical left agenda. And to the point where they will embarrass you if you suggest that it's wrong. Imagine somebody having a problem. They won't embarrass me because I. Right, right. They're well, not going to embarrass me. Not I know how us. I feel and I know what I believe. And they can try to embarrass me till the cows come home. It's not going to happen. Time Magazine put on the front cover. The new White House couple that could be Mayor Buttigieg, Buttigieg. and, and um, his uh, his husband on the cover. I don't know that America is ready for that. America, let me just explain something. America has no problem with what you do behind closed doors. America doesn't care. Nobody cares. Mike Pence doesn't care. No one gives a rat's butt what you do. Okay, there are plenty of people who have a problem with the gay marriage. There's plenty of people who do. It's interesting to me how the left doesn't allow you to have that position. So what would happen if Mike Buttigieg gets the nominee and we now have the first couple as a 
husband and husband. First, would he be, first, would, first husband. The I, other guy be first man. Would he be? Would he be the first female president? I don't know how that would. Clinton was the first black president. So, would Buttigieg be the first? Would he be the male or the female? And is she? Would, the, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. I don't, yeah, I don't. He'd have to tell us. Yeah, there would have to be some we clarification. Can't, we can't make that. We can't decision make, and we can't even fathom it. It's a gay couple. Just, they need to. One of them needs to say. I'm not sure the country's ready for that. I'm the woman, and right. the one needs to say. Uh-uh, I'm the one. Well, maybe they're both the men, and that's the whole point, isn't it? Just well, saying. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. 454-0822. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7. Yeah, you heard that right. Yeah, I heard yeah, it. What yeah. kind of rap is this? Oh, it's, a, it's a rap. I'm sorry. It is. And it is a great economy rap. You yeah. can literally put anything in it for one. Including a $27 per hour wage. Which right. is now the norm in the United States of America. That's sweet. I think Trump's right. I'm, I'm getting tired of winning. I mean, it's just it's wearing on me here. That's a nice chunk of change. The lowest unemployment rate in 49 years. Trump is such a bad dude. We got to stop him. He's such a totalitarian. What's He's, up with this guy? Gun, come on, man. It's just awful. The stock market's kicking it. All right, uh, great show. Appreciate you listening. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Takes you to our page. There you'll see who are the real racists. you got to see this video. It is unbelievable. really telling. And Sleepy Joe, Sleepy Joe Biden, all at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. We archive our shows for your listening pleasure. Listen whenever you want. Go back, see it on Facebook, on Facebook video, and our fan page. And, of course, you can uh, see all the details on the Lee Brothers at 820theanswer.com by clicking on the Lee Brothers. takes you directly there. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful, safe, blessed weekend. And we'll see you next Friday right here on 820 WNPW and FM 92.7. The answer, let's have some fun this weekend. This weekend? Yeah. Are we get to have fun this weekend? Yeah. You buying me dinner this weekend? Yeah, I'll buy you. You know, some about this horse race that I found interesting. That's horse race. There's a horse race this weekend. What's it called? Uh, you got to wear a funny hat. Called the Lee Brothers with funny hats That's on horse. Kentucky Derby, Goober. Oh, Kentucky Derby. Have a blessed evening. We'll see you next Friday. Bye bye. I know nothing. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger, we made the city freer, and we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.